0: As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. As the month of December comes into focus, even non-Christians start to get excited about the celebration of what has become known as the Christmas season, or Christmas time. For the Christian, of course, it is in specific remembrance of the birth of Jesus, but for many, including Christians, also a season of gifts, good food, and good times. As you study along with Pastor Ray over the next two days, you'll be amazed that the truths he makes so evident have actually very little to do with December being the Christmas season at all pastor teaches that instead of looking at just one month as one of celebration, we need to get excited and thankful about the blessings of all the months before and what to expect in the year ahead. Pastor Ray prefers to call December a transition month and all of the months that follow seasons of expectation. Here's Pastor Ray with more on celebration or expectation.
1: You can't get into the promised land with egypt mentality the days of egypt were the days of egypt but praise god that it's a new day say it's a new day and you cannot go from one place from the from that place to a new place by thinking about the old place you've got to forget about the old place and get yourself stirred up and reminded and excited about the new place get ready when I, when I say these things i 'm not just trying to use words to, to get you excited. I believe it 's the spirit of God that that wants you to hook together with him and begin to declare over your life that the best is yet to come. God told me about this month of December that this month of December is the transition month. We're moving from one year to the next year. And it's interesting that we leave this year with great celebration. But what are you celebrating? Are you just celebrating? Chris, most people are celebrating. They don't even know what they're celebrating. They're drinking and eating and going to parties and giving gifts, and they don't even know what they're celebrating. Right now, this whole idea of Christmas is being challenged in our nation. You can't even say the word Christmas tree. It is not politically correct. I will have none of it. This month is a month of celebration of the birth of Jesus. But God has spoken to my heart and said, tell my people that this is a transition month. We should not only be celebrating the birth and the memory and the remembrance of Jesus. We ought to be doing that every single day of our life. Every single moment that we breathe, we ought to be giving glory and praise to God. We should live with the remembrance of Jesus every day. But God said that this month of December is a transition month. What my people need to do and what we need to do is to celebrate the victories of this past year with absolute preparation and excitement for the victories that are going to come in the new year. Come on. Christmas This time of celebrating ought to be a time of excitement. Celebrate. God spoke to me last year. He said, celebrate every day of the month of December. Remember some victories that I have given to you in your life and celebrate them. When you go to the party, when you have the people to your house, you just don't just get into the party mode, get into the celebrating mode, celebrating what God has done in our lives. How many folks in this room could say God has done something awesome in this past year? Year. Come on, get ready. Remember the marvelous works of God. Remember how the hand of God moved in your behalf. Remember what God has done. Remember his acts of kindness to you. Remember how God got you from one place to the other. Remember how God brought that blessing into your life. Remember when you were facing a disaster and God somehow by his divine hand moved you from that disaster into the realm of blessing. Remember when you got that news and it was so devastating to you, you thought it was the end You thought your career came to an end. You thought your situation was just going to just press in on you and cause you all kinds of trouble. Remember how God took that and turned it and made it work for your good. And you are on the other side rejoicing and worshiping and thanking God. Come on, somebody give praise and glory to God. You know, it's it's easy to be a complainer. I know so many Christians that just love to complain. They just love to hear themselves bellyache. Just complain about this. They're walking in the midst of blessing and they're doing nothing but complaining. Complaining about this. The very things that we've prayed for and God has blessed us with because sometimes we face some challenges. Don't start to bellyache over the blessings of God. Rejoice. Rejoice. How many times have I heard parents? You know, they pray, we want four kids, they have four kids. And the next thing they're bellyaching about their four kids, they don't do this, they don't pick up, they don't clean. Stop bellyaching over your children. Rejoice that God has given you four precious lives. <laughs> oh, God, give me a new job. God, I want a new job. I want a promotion. We get the promotion, and then six months into it, we realize we have to work. <laughs> Most of the time we're looking for a promotion because we think that with the promotion comes some sort of vacation. No, you get a promotion, you have to work. Say work. Well, thank God. Don't complain about the work. You ought to look at the work and say, thank you, Jesus, that you are faithful. Thank you, God, that you honored my prayer. God said that this ought to be a month of celebrating, but don't just get into the party spirit. I don't want to be like a last days partier. They were, they were, it was like the days of Noah. They were eating and drinking and giving in marriage and partying and doing all this thing. And the day came upon them like a thief in the night. I don't want to be caught. Like, like like, unaware or, or unaware or, or not ready for Jesus. We ought to be celebrating. Yes, celebrate, party hardy, have a good time, but make sure that you're partying for the right reason. Celebrate the victories of this year. Celebrate what God has done in your life this year. Celebrate the fact that God has protected you, kept you, watched over you, blessed you, increased you. Even, even in some of the darkest times of my life when I could not make sense of what, anybody been there? Anybody been in a dark day when you couldn't make sense of anything? Man, somehow, it be beneath all this pressure in my life, I could just feel the hand of God moving and working. That's something to rejoice about, that even in your darkest hour, even when you're confused, even when you're mixed up, even when you can't see light at the end of the tunnel, you know that God is in the tunnel with you and will bring you out to the light. This is a month of celebrating. This is a month of celebration over the great and awesome things that God has done in this past year. And every single one of us ought to look back over the last 12 months and begin to count our blessings. The enemy meant it for your destruction. The enemy meant it to discourage you, to rob you, to cheat you, to pull the rug from out under you. But God meant it for your good and it has turned to your good. God will work all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So this is a month of celebration. We ought to be rejoicing. And I'm going to tell you what, some of you need to get a spirit of joy on you. Don't just sit in church and mumble and grumble and complain and come with that sour puss, man. Get, wipe that smirk off your face and stand up and rejoice and thank God for something in your life. We sometimes wonder why we're struggling to the next place because we're trying to work our way there. We're trying to fight our way there. We're trying to press our way there, but we ought to be rejoicing our way through to the next place. Celebrating. This is a month of party, but this is a month of celebrating what God has done in our lives. You read through the pages of the Old Testament and the children of Israel found themselves in places of danger, and places of threatening and, and all these, these precarious situations that they got themselves. People were mad at them. Armies came against them. Kings and rulers were against them. And God gave them the victory over it all. And every time God gave them a victory, God said, go have a party. That's why even to this day, the Jewish people celebrate They celebrate the victories of 4,000, 5,000 years ago. They're still celebrating the victories because God doesn't ever want you to forget. He wants you to celebrate your victories. How many people in this room can say, yes, pastor, I've had a year with some victories. Come on. Let me see your hand. Come on. Give him the praise. Praise. The problem with most of us is that we focus on more so on the things that aren't going right. Well, I'm going to tell you what, you're not going to get anywhere by just focusing in on the things that aren't going right. The way you're going to get somewhere in your life is when you begin to see the high points in your life. You begin to see the blessings in your life. You begin to see where God moved and how God fixed and how God blessed and how God did this and did that. And you begin to meditate on those things and you begin to rejoice and thank Thank God for those things. And you have a celebration over all the blessings that God has done. And forget about the failures in your life. Forget about the things that didn't work out. Some of you say, well, pastor, I've been praying and my prayer hasn't been answered. Well, that's nothing to get depressed about because the last time I checked, God is still in heaven and he's still listening to prayers. The last time I checked, the last time I checked, it says that Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the throne of God and he lives to make intercession for you and for me. So what that tells me is that you may have prayed and you may not have seen the answer to your prayer. But that doesn't mean that God isn't going to answer your prayer. It means that maybe, just maybe, there's something that God is working out on that side of eternity so that you'll be ready for the mega blessing on this side of eternity. Because if you're not ready, you could miss the blessing. Remember, there's a due season. Say a due season. Everybody has a due season. Remember, he said, do not become weary in well-doing for at the proper time. Everybody say proper time. One version says in due season, you will reap if you do not faint or quit. So just because the prayer didn't get answered, that's nothing to get sad about. Let me tell you what, God is working. Let me tell you what, God is working behind the scenes. You may not see it, you may not know, but I have to wake you up. God told me to wake them up this morning. God said, tell them to shake off the doldrums. Shake off that lethargy. Rise up in the spirit and remember that God is still God. He said to celebrate our victories. Uh, Stop looking at your future through the eyes of the past. So many of us look to our future and, and all we can see, we just, we just see a dim future because we're always basing it upon some past experience. The past is past. Say it. The past is past. It is over and done for forever. You cannot go back and rewrite history. But, but you can write down your future. You can write down your future, which someday will be history. So God said, forget about the failures. Celebrate your victories, but forget about the failures of your life. Put them to bed. Put them to rest. Don't resurrect them. One verse in the Bible, let me just call out some verses so you don't think that I didn't give you any verses. Because somebody said, well, Pastor, you preach real good, but you didn't give me any verses. Wake up! Everything I'm saying is a verse. <laughs> Every word that's coming out of my mouth is just springing forth from a verse in the Bible. I'm not preaching nothing. I'm preaching the life-changing word of God. Come on. It's time for you to come up to a higher place in God. The days of being spoon-fed like babies is over. It's time to challenge God's people, stir God's people, ignite God's people, remind God's people, and challenge God's people. To something greater, somebody shout amen. Celebrate your victory, Psalm 105, verses 1 through 5. Can I read them to you? Let me read them to you. Let me get over to the book of Psalms and read it to you because I want you to remind this, be reminded of this. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among his people. Let me see all the hands that got a notable blessing in your life. Have you told somebody about it? Have you just told them what the work of your hands has produced? Or have you told them about what God's hands have produced? Yes, you've worked for it. Yes, you saved for it. Yes, you prayed for it. Yes, you had faith for it. But it was God that brought it to pass in your life. Oh, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known. God wants us to make known what he is doing in our lives. That's called testimony. By the blood, revelation, by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony, we shall overcome. That tells me that when we start talking about what God has done in our lives, that there's power made available to us to get us ready for the next breakthrough. If you don't testify to what God has done in your life or what God is doing in your life or what blessing God has brought to your life, you're hindering the next blessing that's waiting for you just up a little bit. He said, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. That's a, make known. But notice that this is a psalm. This was a song. One of the most important things in our lives to remember is to have an attitude of gratitude. When you lose your gratitude, gratitude. You lose the position that God wants you in so that you can get the next blessing in your life. Gratitude will propel you to the next level of blessing in your life. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to get to the next place in your life and to the next level in your life and then go through the next doorway of blessing with the attitude of gratitude. If you grumble and complain, you're going to be like the children of Israel They grumbled and they complained and even though they were just a few miles from their blessing, they got stuck in the desert and for 40 years they walked in a big circle. But there's a time when our memory needs to be sharp and clear and crisp and that's about all the wonderful things that God has already done and let that be the springboard to the next level of blessing and to the next place. If God did that, then what is it for him to do this? If God healed me back there, what, what is it for him to prosper me over here? Or if he prospered me and gave me a breakthrough over there, what is it for him to heal me over here? You've got to remind yourself. God says, don't forget. Remember, celebrate those victories in your life every day. He says, talk of the wondrous works, verse three, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who rejoice, who seek the Lord, seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face evermore. Verse five, remember his marvelous works, which he has done. Let me say it again. Remember his marvelous works, which he has done. If God has blessed you and you are walking in the blessing of God, you ought to talk about it. You ought to shout about it. You ought to let everybody else know about it. You ought to rejoice and you ought to just brag on your daddy. Don't ever forget from where you have come don't ever forget what you went through don't ever forget that it was god it was god then it is god now and it will be god in your future remember his marvelous works which he has done his wonders and his judgments in his mouth hallelujah Remember what God has done. So he says, celebrate our victories. Forget about our failures. Go to Isaiah. I got to give you some more scriptures so you don't complain about me not giving you any scriptures. I don't want to be accused of being a good preacher that doesn't use any scriptures. Isaiah chapter 43. I love this verse. I love this. And it says here, Verse 18, do not remember the former thing. See, this is a place where we have to have amnesia. Forget about it. This is where God said, number one, let me let me keep you on track. Number one, he said, celebrate your victories. Number two, he said, forget your failures. Everybody say, forget your failures. Now, now make a person say, I choose to forget my failures. So you see, God said, forget. And here in verse 18, he says, do not remember the former thing nor consider the things of old. Why? Verse 19 tells us why. Behold, I will do a new thing. God is about to do something new in your life. God's got something better. Here's a word to the single people. Oh, I've been out praying and believing for a husband or praying and believing for a wife, and Pastor, nothing's happening, and I'm getting discouraged, and I see everybody else getting married, and I see everybody else in love, and it's Christmas time, and I have nobody to snuggle with by the fire (laughs) drinking eggnog. I've got three words for you get over it. Forget about it. Forget your failures. Forget about the things that didn't work. Forget about what you lost. So many of us are holding on to the things that we lost. And while your hands are occupied and your attention is occupied, holding on to the things that are no more, your hands are tied up from reaching to the blessings that God yet has ahead of you. Forget about it. Forget about it. Free yourself up that you might reach forward to the blessings that lie ahead. So forget about the failures. Forget about it. Verses do not remember 18, the form of things, nor consider things. Behold, I will do a new thing now. Everybody say now. Say now is the time. time. Say it like you mean it. I mean, you don't mean it yet. Now you still don't mean it. If you meant it, you'd jump out of your seat and shout, now is the time. Now is the time. Come on. Now is the time. Now it shall spring forth. Say now. Now. I want you to get it. Say now. now. God is a now God. He's not a tomorrow God or a yesterday God. Yes, he was with us yesterday and he will be with us tomorrow, but God is in the now. God is doing something right now. Too many Christians are waiting. Well, someday God will. No, I'm saying now, say now, Now. say now. now. It springs forth right now. The moment you begin to release your faith is the moment it begins to come to you. I like it. He says, behold, I'll do a new thing now. It shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I've got a word for you. I've got a word from God for you. Wipe your eyes clean of whatever is clouding them. Shake the heaviness off of your life. Get rid of the worrying, sighing, crying, complaining spirit. Stop looking at the past and stop remembering those things that were. And begin to look to the future because God said you shall know it. But when you are busy with other things and you are just clouded and just weighed down with the things of the past, you're not going to know what God is doing. Some of you, I want to say this, God is doing something right now and you're not even aware of it, but you should be. Come on, take a look at your life. Take a look at your life. Close your eyes for a minute and just take a look inward. Don't you see that God is moving? Oh, that was a weak amen. God is moving. He said, don't consider the things of the old. Behold, I will do a new thing now. Say now. Say now. Say now. We've got to get the now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now. Now. Now.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab.